right. Welcome. Hello. Another second straight episode with a guest. It's an evening episode. Who's our guest last time? It was Thomas. Right, right. Another evening episode, although the evening comes early now. Now, really I think the sun sets at like six or no. Did it just get dark? Actually, well, hello, guys. Oh, Ricky's here. Yeah, Ricky. Why don't you introduce yourself? Introduce yourself. I'm the guest today. Now, for those of you who go all the way back uh, to... What was our last pod? Consider it settled. Was Ricky? Oh, Ricky man. was on Consider it settled. Ricky was also oh, so on Consider it settled. All right. So was Thomas. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of familiar faces for the OGs. Um, yes, sir. So who? Who's? So what we like to do, Ricky, is we like to say who our episode is sponsored by today. Um, today's a special occasion, right? So we actually this might be our fanciest drink, so to speak. We still see the bubbles rising. Uh, Rick, in fact, let me actually. Get you a Please little bit do. more. Please do. Sam and I have been buzzing for Pop a little bit bubs. now. Yeah. So, no, why don't you tell them why we're buzzing? Well, well for those sorry. of you that don't know, but I'm sure you all know, is real-time sports, we got an app coming out. Not only do we have it coming out, our app, and it's, it's exciting because it's a whole process, actually. You, you would think it would be less of a process, but it was a whole process we're to get this on, thing. We're almost on the year anniversary of the, the beginning of that yeah. process. So about 365 days later, whole process, had to build the damn thing. It's now on the App Store. App Store gives you a whole bunch of trouble to get it on. They don't just put anything on there. They're a there. bunch of menaces. So really. it's a bunch of emailing back and forth on changing a bunch of stuff. Regardless, uh, in celebration of that milestone, today's episode is brought to you by Lamarca. Lamarca, the year. The year. Uh, well, today forget. we're drinking champagne, so I don't know if the year is as important. I don't know if the year is as important, but if it gives any consultation around it, was 2016. All right? Whoa. So that's our, that's our oldest. This is our oldest. That so is nice. So, far. Um, so why don't we do a taste test? Now, I don't think I'm we've had that. a Prosecco. Prosecco. I don't think we had a I Prosecco. Love a, I, love a pro, I love champagne because the bubbles, they never stop. It looks beautiful. Does that nice. happen with soda as well? Or am I bugging out? That's damn good. Good. Um, I don't know if that happens with soda. I've never poured it soda in a glass. I think That's soda, pretty good. Soda bubbles sit on top. That is pretty good. Oh, I'll be honest. Not a big wine dude, but... This tastes really good. No, that's what I'm saying. Uh, you know, like I, I could sit down and drink this yeah. all yeah. night. Well, that's that's actually how my score. Wow. I'm happy you said that, Ricky. Mm. Because that's how my score happens. Because every time, I mean, when we do these pods, where you obviously sit inside our studio and we drink the wine or whatever with our, with our producers and, and you know, intern uh, with Jimmy, Steve, yeah. Steve, intern Steve, right? Don't forget about <laughs> Larissa. Yeah. Um, so it's always funny when I rank it. I always think. If I were to just be drinking this at a night out or casually, would I like it, right? right. And this is something that I could drink uh, casually. Easily. You have to think about how long you could drink it. Anyways, I think I give this, say, uh, 7.9. You read my mind. Yeah, also going to say 7.9. I mean, I'm not too much of a wine connoisseur. No, yeah, well, talk well, with your heart. Well, this is champagne. It's actually champagne. This, this, I don't know, it makes me feel good when I, when I drink it. it <laughs> you know what I mean? As it usually like, does. Warm like, inside. Wait, wait, right, wait, 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 usually wait. there's been other wines that I've tasted and, you know, not the best. Mm. I kind of give a little cringe. But like, I feel a little bit about the red. Yeah, red wine's it, tough. It, you know, that's what it is. Yeah. The red wine. Tough. Maybe it's I need just to so fascinating well, to look at. You know, wait till we get to the end of the episode. You're going to be so loose. This stuff gets you so loose. Lamarca. <laughs> you get very loose. I'm going to put that one in my notes. <laughs> All right. So uh, so what are we talking about today? So busy uh, week. World Series, World Series wrapped last night. Oh, I sorry, want everybody Tuesday? to be aware that the court camp lock hit. Okay. One for one. All right. <laughs> now, now uh, Ricky might be able to agree with me. I've said this before on the pod. I'm not a huge baseball guy, but I actually did enjoy watching this year's World Series, the, the moments that I watched. I was rooting for uh, the Dodgers. Um 
LA is my second city, right? Whatever. Yes, uh, Mookie's over there too. Ricky, Ricky's got a Dodger hat sitting yeah. right here. Right here, I, rep LA. I didn't know they. I didn't know black was one of their colors. No, and you know yeah, my, my biggest, my biggest, <laughs> <laughs> my biggest problem with the Rays uh, is every time I go to my dad's a huge baseball guy. Every time I go home and I'm watching, uh, I go over there. He's watching baseball. It's always against the Rays. Why the hell are they always playing the Rays? I know they're in the same division, but god damn, they must play the Rays 20 times a year. So that's my gripe with them. Well, something, so th- the reason I dislike the Rays is because they might have some of the ugliest jerseys in baseball. But oh, they're, yeah. They're but but there's like something about the World Series and those little stickers, they, the patches they put on the side. It's like, could you be more it, boring? Maybe it's the Fox <laughs> Maybe it's the Fox cameras, but the, all the jerseys in the World Series look so clean. I mean, it's also very intense because, uh, as many of you probably know, baseball is very... To, to most, or maybe not most, to, to many, when they watch, baseball is kind of boring. I think that the World Series and playoff baseball in general is always so exciting because teams do stuff that they otherwise wouldn't do. You, st- you st- might see more stolen bases, more bunts, more pitching changes. Yeah, exactly. Um, but let's talk, so talking about the Dodgers chip, um, it's hard to talk about that game without talking about uh, two things, and we'll, we'll address them both. Talking about analytics and sports, because I think that's what cost the, the Rays nerds. game six, but also... Uh, is it Justin Turner? Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if anybody was watching the game, but they they yan- first of all, these guys are in a bubble. The playoffs were held in a bubble, like so, kind of hard to get COVID, right? But Justin Turner tests positive, and for some reason that came out mid game, which in itself is ridiculous. How do you not get that done beforehand? Uh, well, I want to know one when the te- I mean I I don't really care, right? The game happened, they'll be fine, whatever. But you take the test at some point. Why do the results come mid-game? And even if, I mean, maybe this is shady, but even if you did get the results, why would you pull the guy mid-game? Figure it out later. Tell him, like, say, say that he he's, had, he's say already he seen everybody. <laughs> say that he had COVID a week later. Well, so then they have, all serious. he has the audacity to go out there for the celebration. Oh, my God. He run, I mean, listen, no. the celebration is celebrate. What are you going to say, Rick? No mask. He's posted he's out like on the field. He's like hugging people. No listen, you only, you only win the World Series once or a few times in your career, maybe. It is a big achievement, but this guy running out there like it's a like well, true parade. Who let him out there? Because, listen, these players have to go back home now. The series is over. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, so like baseball is over. Now they're, they're exposed. The yeah. World Series is now going to be it, a super spreader event. Well, yeah, I mean, and I was I was interested. To be, I didn't really know it was a bubble. So when I, when we were watching, I, like in the crowd, I was thinking that they were pumping in noise, like they were pumping in cheers no, they, and they booze. Had they had fans. a lot of fans. Yeah, in there, so right? the, yeah, the NLCS and the World Series had fans. I think it was like forty percent. But so when I first saw this on, I thought because ESPN posted a picture. Well, I first saw it on Twitter by like an unverified account, and I thought they were making a joke. It's I like, thought ESPN <laughs> was making a joke because ESPN said. Justin Turner was on the field for the celebration, and I, th- I literally thought they photoshopped him on <laughs> because he posted on because in a, in on Twitter he said, "I just wish I could have been out there with my guys," but 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 you were out there, man. You're gonna pretend <laughs> like you weren't. <laughs> he was front and center in the picture. <laughs> he had his staff tweet that. Yes, sir. Now let's let's talk about uh, championship celebrations in the locker room. This is something I've dreamed of. I've never really been able to experience a championship at any level. Um, actually, that's not true. I've won park and rec championships. Yes, I've won in-town basketball championships, yes, but that sir. is different. In the pro leagues, how much champagne is flowing in those locker rooms? Well, I know the NBA. They were doing well, Michelob. Well, this is what I want to know, Sam. Obviously, the champagne is flowing. I want to know how much hard liquor Rick, what do you think? Is flowing in, in the locker room. In the locker room, not after. I agree with that because also I feel like 
when it comes time to the champagne, they just pop it. You know well, what I, mean? I mean, do they really drink it? Well, probably not. Well, probably, it's all about the. It's all about the. Well, basically, the goggles, you, you have everything. to keep in mind the season is done, right? Yes. Like all, there's no more uh, trouble coming your way, regardless of what you do. You could be underage. No, no one cares. Excuse me. I think the big deal nowadays is that. A lot of these um, athletes, you know, everybody has a phone. Everybody has their phone inside the locker rooms. Stuff everyone that starts going live. Now yeah. After. Well, I don't so remember if you guys. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember when the women's national team won the World yes. Cup like last summer, and they yep. were going yep. nuts. Alex Morgan twerking and stuff. Well, that's what you're seeing in the Lakers locker room. Um, J.R. Smith. Somebody was drunk as hell on live. Was it Kuzma? One oh, of these guys. I'd be JaVale, drunk as fuck. I think it was Dwight. <laughs> it was Dwight. Was oh, Dwight, Dwight was over there. Like, I mean, it was a nice message. Obviously, he's been yeah. through a lot, but he was drunk as hell. Yeah. You know, these guys probably <laughs> slugging down drinks. Yeah, OD. can relate. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so obviously celebrations are great. Now, let's talk about analytics in sports right so for, i don't know many of you maybe did not watch the world series but um and I, i'm no baseball guy either noah can definitely explain this better but essentially the rays manager if i understand correctly really under or cares about um and prioritizes numbers well, and pitching whatever and pulls his ace who's seven strikeouts i think through seven the nine rays stri- are kind of like i mean i'm sure everybody's seen moneyball like that movie about the like O one athletics where they had no budget, had to scrap together guys who like just got on base. Like they just did it all analytics. The Rays are like that on steroids. Like they do everything like by what is the best analytical scenario. Like for example, right? Like Sam was saying, they pulled their pitcher after six innings just because of one hit, whatever. He was lights out. But another example, like in the seventh inning, like they went down two zero in a count, just walk him. We don't want to. We don't throw many strikes. Just walk them. We'll we'll take our chance against the next batter because they don't want to get into a, a an unfavorable analytical situation after being down. Which to me makes kind of sense, but I understand that it's unbelievably nerdy. I'm, I won't say that it's so not. So this is my thing. <laughs> I think that works in the regular season, but in playoff baseball, like. You, you got to play the game. Well, I think that no matter how many Excel sheets that you put together, can you really quantify heart and grit? You know what I mean? Like, I've been in some um, sports situations. I'm an athlete. There's only so many things that numbers can predict, like hustle and, you know, wanting to win. It's an intangible. You well, can't. That's, that's the thing. Exactly. Play, playoff baseball is so slow and gritty and, like, intense. It's just at a certain point... When do you throw the analytics out the window? And because uh, this isn't a phenomenon that's um, only in baseball. You've seen this even now in football, too. Like, teams are going for it on fourth down. Teams are um, being a little riskier. They're punting it in certain situations. They're not punting it. You know what I mean? So it's like numbers are in sports. That goes without saying. But at what point do we kick the dorks out? What, at what point do we reclaim the game? Because you know what I like to see? Mid-range jumpers. Some people are really good at it. And I like, actually I kind of agree with the nerds in this extent if you're not good at shooting them maybe you should try to get to the basket right yeah. but there are some people who are lights out DeMar DeRozan, Kawhi. Kawhi. well ricky let me ask you if you were last night if you were tony snell is that his fucking name tony blake, doesn't sound blake, blake snell you're tony snell's you're, in the you're, you're you're dominating your lights out through six innings you've struck out half the batters you've seen and you get yanked after giving up your second hit i might make a are you i'm a big make two, a big deal two, two hit shutout i might I make mean, a big deal to be honest i mean you know is coach always right? I f- usually, you know, obviously be respectful, whatever, as, a, as an athlete. You know, you do listen to coach. You want to trust your coach. But at that point, you're on fire, right? Right. Am I wrong? No, it's it's your right. moment. You're, he was literally unhittable. Yeah. 
And even if you look at the the post game interviews with all the Dodgers players, when the announcers, are, when the reporters are asking them, like, how did you feel when uh, Snell got pulled? They all go, man, we just all went. <sighs> no, we <seriously>. could breathe. <laughs> we were we we finally thought to ourselves, like, okay, we have a chance and to get some hits because we couldn't hit against them. And that's an intangible. Exactly. He, people were going to play if I understand with a level of, I can't hit this guy's stuff. This guy is going to strike me out. It's a level of fear that you go to the plate that you are already inadequate. Like, it is it is a win in baseball when you get the starter out. Yeah. yeah. So that's like a mental victory that this pitch, this, this manager, while he thinks he's doing the correct decision based on the analytics, he's giving the Dodgers kind of a, a glimpse back into the game. And that's exactly what happened. Also, um, his next two or three batters was, were Buk- uh, Mookie, Mookie. home run solo. I it believe was, it was Mookie and and Turner, which he struck out both of them. Yeah, twice. I mean, Mookie the, and he was a lefty. They, they, they didn't have a hit against them. Prior against to Snell. him getting the boot, the Dodgers' best four hitters were combined over nine, over eight. Yeah, and the ne- the next three batters that were up and after all the he got runs pulled. scored in the game came from those top four. So exactly. I would I would love to see the analytics on that. But even funnier, I would I would love to see that Justin Turner situation happen in other sports. Imagine being in the NBA finals, playing in the NBA finals. Let's say you play a half or uh, the second half the first half's about to end, whatever. You're on the court, you get subbed out. You might think it's just a regular sub out and then they see you go into the locker room, right? And th- then they're like, "Oh, what's he in the locker room?" Reports come out in the third, fourth quarter, uh, he has COVID. Now we're like, whoa, okay, well, game has to finish. Celebration happens, comes back running out. Can you imagine that? <laughs> well, dude, it's just, it makes no sense. Like, I imagine somebody was like, hey, Justin, let's let, let's get out of here, man. Like, you're you're highly contagious. You tested positive. Let's let's go back to the hotel. And he was just like, no, I got to get no. out there. No, like, I'm, I'm going out there. his girl. Which, Honestly, you know, I, power, power to him. No, it's the moment. I respect, I respect like, it. They'll deal with the consequences the later. They've been there how many times in the, in the past years, and they finally won it. Like, yeah. It's not, like, there, it's not like the MLB has to play any more games. Go no, yeah, there, I respect it. Um, but moving on, right, let's talk about the NBA start. So NBA ended, I don't even know how long ago now. It's, it's funny. Two weeks. I, I was rooting weeks. for LeBron. I'm, I'll go ahead and say it. I'm a LeBron. I was rooting for LeBron because of Kobe, not because of LeBron, just because of LA. I'm a... I'm a LeBron guy. I'm a. Le- this is a LeBron podcast, Ricky. So I, mean, I wanted LeBron, like LeBron to win his fourth, here. but I have to say, and that's the point I was going to get at, LeBron winning his fourth, I almost feel like is not a big deal. No. Like nobody talks about it. Nobody cares. It just happened, and now we're just off season. And I think it's because of the bubble, which honestly I disagree with having the asterisk. I think they won. I think they won. I think they won fair and square. I think they won fair and square. They could have played the Celtics. The Celtics fumbled the bag. That's on them. I think the lack of, like, buzz is due to it not being in person. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. And there's no no parade. There's no antics. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just just overall. So he's quietly got his fourth. um, And talking about road to fifth, ready to go again. So the NBA is talking about starting their season very early, in my opinion. It's almost November. Like, what, next? Three days. Sunday. So <laughs> yes. Sunday is November. They're yeah, talking about days. starting it in late December. December twenty second. Just before Christmas, yeah. yeah. So, which I love Christmas Day basketball. I mean, I would love to watch basketball again. My question is, there's a lot of questions, but my question is now: free agency, the draft, trades. Like that's a small window. My team has our team. Yeah. There's a lot of work to be done. So, is that enough? Is that enough time? I mean, Here. we have we have what the draft coming up in about two weeks. How much time yeah. off do these guys really need, though? 
Well, I mean, I don't know. I, I can't imagine. Like, they had... They did have a hell of a time, time off. They had a lot of time off. And, uh, no, uh, don't get me wrong. They played a lot of basketball. They played a lot of basketball. You also have to take into account, they didn't have to fly anywhere. So, the jet lag component was out. No, so, it's true. like, that played into a lot of them being fatigued because they flew everywhere. Yeah. Like, they would play, they would fly after, and they'd go back. Mm-hmm. And they just flew back and forth. No, now, that's very true. they're stuck in a bubble. Yes, they played every other day. But they weren't playoffs, going anywhere. But they weren't going anywhere. They played. They went back to the hotel. They were there all day. And it's still they like walked a, to the arena. You know what I mean? It's yeah. still two. Th- it's like three and a half months. Like two From and a half months. Two and a half months. They have a break that, that they would have had, like that the finals teams will have. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, look at the teams that didn't make the playoffs. Exactly. Are you fucking kidding me? They haven't they played a game of basketball seven in seven months. They they should be ready to go. And that's uh, what? How many teams? Eight. Well, they invited maybe like eight. Uh, there's 10. They might have maybe 18, 19 teams to the bubble, something yeah. like that. So you have 10 teams who are super rested. So what do you do? You think that's fair? If we start in December, give the give the teams in the playoffs, finals specifically, like a couple months off? Not fair. Not fair. Um, you have to be on the same level. And I think that fairness can't come into this conversation because I, I think the motive, if I understand correctly, is that – and I think we, we had talked about this before we got on. The motive is that you go from December to, I think, April or whenever this, this season in particular would end. And then you give them kind of an extended break because the next season wouldn't start until October to get things back to regular. And so that's kind of the price you have to pay. That being said, and this is where I want to get your opinions on how you feel about this, some star athletes are saying that they want, namely LeBron, and we all know it's LeBron's <laughs> league. And this is where I don't agree with LeBron, but it is what it is, right? That he... Or reports are saying he hasn't said this, but reports are saying that LeBron and other stars are Danny not Green interested. Danny Green said it. Well, <laughs> anyway, uh, they're saying that they're not interested in playing in December, which it's not their decision. So, what do you do if these stars are sitting out for a month, a month and a half? Give me a fucking break. Do I? Do I? Okay. Do I get to decide all of a sudden I'm not gonna? show up to my job for a month. At the end of the day, it is their job. <laughs> no, it is. To it's... show up and play basketball. Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, they're not the boss. I agree. No, I think it does come down to that sentence. At the end of the day, they're not the Who boss. Who pays their checks? The owners. owners and the commissioner. Yeah. They decide when you play. Yeah. I just think... But it's a player's league. Being devil's it advocate. It is. It is. What are you going to say? I just think they, they need to play. They need to play. They need to play. Not to mention, they've already... like It's, like, it's not like they get no time off. No, I mean... In a, it's, I it's, think it's October, supposed to be a November, season. and then most of December off is enough time. No, yeah. I mean, you have to think. <laughs> when you do a hard workout... Uh, excuse me. How long does it really take you... I mean, and obviously it's hard to compare different yeah. sports, blah, blah, blah. But when I do a hard workout, maybe three days. Oh, I'm feeling the days after, yeah. Yeah, but like, it's different. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm sitting at home for three months... I'm good to do athletics again. You know what I mean? That being said, though, being devil's advocate, it is a player's league. The players actually have the say here. Um, Nothing gets done without the consent of the players' association, the players' union, blah, blah, blah. Do do you think that they have leverage as players? I imagine they agree to, like, January 3rd. Maybe New Year's. Maybe maybe we somehow get treated to, like, New Year's Day basketball instead of Christmas Day. I, um, I have a hard time believing that the owners will go or the commissioner will go for the 18th. I'll tell you right now, we ain't going out for New Year's, so watching basketball <laughs> won't be too bad. Might as well watch basketball. I actually oppose to you. I think that's going to – I think Adam Silver will, will agree to for uh, the 18th on I'm OK Day. 
Oh, you think it'll, it'll I think stick? It, I think it'll agree to that. I don't know if it'll stick. I'm just saying I think that's a... Oh, yeah. If possible. I mean, it's pushing they, it back. If they really throw that weeks. out there, if the players really advocate for that, I think it's very possible. That it's that pushing out two to three down. weeks. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they will do that. Yeah. Because reg- regardless, the season after the next season... So this season happens, or next, sorry, the season that's about to happen happens, and the season after that. The 2022-23 season, I believe. Yes. 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 That, well, although if basketball happens in January, it's just the 2011 season. But forgetting that, the 2021 season. But forgetting that, it's like the, the season that happens after this next one, that is going to be on the regular schedule. But let's uh, keep it pushing, right? So... Let's go. Let's go on to some football. Um, Pats suck. Not much to talk about there. No, I think that's a lot to talk about. I mean, they're talking about trading Gilmore. I heard about that. Now that so okay, so the Patriots now what are they two and four? Two and Cam four, Newton maybe? all of a sudden looks like he does not have the capacity to throw the ball more than thirty yards. I don't. Field. I see. This is where I disagree with you because I I agree that he looks bad, but I actually don't think it's Cam's problem. Dude, it, it looks then? like he has to use. All of his body. I think that ball. I think that last year when Tom Brady was a Patriot, he also had no weapons. He was throwing essentially to the same guys. The what we're seeing right now is the difference between Tom Brady and Cam Newton, and the fact that neither of them have weapons, and one just responds a little better to not having weapons. There's no receiving core in this team. The receivers are terrible. I'll tell you right now, Tom Brady looks like he's 23 years old. He in looks Tampa. like a king. Over he looks good. What 18 touchdowns, one pick. And we and we are what are are three? I think it's three touchdowns and like way more picks. We lost thirty three to six. I don't know if the Patriots have lost that bad in my lifetime. That was I think the worst game I've seen in our lifetime. I love Tom, and I was really hoping that he when he left the Tampa that we would just come and take him and we would just run the league. Well, we looked good the first couple weeks. We looked good. It was until (laughs) Cam got got COVID, and then it kind of ended the group. Cam ruined it for all of us. But even think about that game without Cam. We played the Chiefs. And actually, it was a pretty good game. Yeah, we, we barely lost. Well, what happened in um, – maybe this is my observation. I, was, I'm, I went home um, Sunday to watch the Pats. The Who do we play? When? The Niners, right? Yes. Jimmy Garoppolo yeah. and them. They carved us like cheese. I swear to God. The defense – And Jimmy was, sucks. The, ah, the defense was non-existent. And Bill. so the biggest, the biggest loser of that day – the Pats can lose whatever – Maybe this is a, a hot take. The biggest loser of the day, I think, is Bill Belichick. And not that he's bad at what he does. I think he's the greatest coach in the game. He's a loser of the day because you have Jimmy destroying us on one side. And then the same fucking day, Tom Brady looks, like Noah said, like he's 23, killing whoever the uh, Not to mention he's got AB. You know what I mean? Oh so it's my like God, forgot about that one. His system is on the hot seat. Gronk looks good too. Like Gronk looks like shit. No, Gronk. I was the biggest Gronk hater through five weeks, but he's Listen, got like 175 yards and two the, touchdowns. This is what the bu- this is what the Bucks do. They throw it to the nine other weapons that they have on their thing, and eventually Gronk slides into the tight end position. Gets a nice little out or small fade open. He's a big motherfucker. You can't hit yeah. him. Gain an eight. He looks like he's bad. I mean, that defense he, is good too. Yeah. But that's, well, the defense is really that's good. That's honestly that's the way to do it because Gronk is that dude is injury prone. Oh no, he, he a, doesn't have the legs he had. Well, back you know who I respect then. actually, and I I used to not respect him, but now who I respect is Bruce Arians, their coach, because he says it like it is, like this, t- like uh, this is relating to they just signed AB, yes, Ant- Antonio Brown. He says that. Getting A B is just an insurance policy. 
Like basically, they that's why have, they got Levy. Or no, that's why they got uh, Fournette. Yeah, it's like they have weapons, right? It's like <laughs> yeah. getting another weapon just means another team don't have that weapon. You know what I mean? Like I don't like in Arians will be the he'll be the first one to tell you uh, something critical of Tom. You know what I mean? Like he like when Tom Brady is like the other the weekend before this when he didn't know what fourth down yeah, it was, and Bruce was like, no, he knew. Yeah, he knew. It's like he'll be the first one to tell. He didn't give a shit. This yeah. guy, I actually respect him for that reason, I, and I think maybe he's a little moronic at times, but I mm-hmm. think that he is. He owns that locker room, and he knows what he's doing. Can I can I pivot for a second? I got I got a story I got to get off my chest to our listeners. It's about fantasy football. You guys play fantasy football? <laughs> no, I, I like to keep my money in my pocket. Well, <laughs> so I, I'm the commissioner of my league, right? I've never won. It's a real contentious and I, thing in my rumors life. Rumors say that you're actually doing poorly this season as well. Well, oh, don't get don't me fucking started. So I'm third in points. I've got the most points scored. But I have the most points against me by 75. So what you're telling me is that you've done great, and the people you've but played I'm, have always done better. I'm running up against juggernauts. Yeah. <laughs> um, you're playing like, the game on like expert typically, level. Typically in fantasy, they you do the orange button on the like, guitar if you hero. Score, you score 120, 130, you'll no, probably, like you'll probably me, yeah. beat 75% of the league. But from weeks two <laughs> through six, I went up against 170, 150, 150, 150, 140. So I was one in five going into last week, and I was playing my buddy's dad, who joined our league because we needed one more. And his team is ass. He was also last in the league, and he was talking shit to me. He goes, uh, he goes, like we're, we have a group text, and he goes, he goes, uh, battle, of, battle of the dumps, battle of dumpsville this weekend. I'm like, Andy, don't disrespect. That's crazy. Oh. So then, but basically, his team is sucks. I'm projected to win by twenty. Because my team's actually good. But then, going into Sunday, Sunday evening, I'm down like 40 <laughs> on this guy. And I just have Tyler Lockett left. Mm. And Tyler Lockett And I didn't watch this game, so I had no clue what the post fif- was about. 15 catches, 200 yards, three touchdowns. Yes. Sir. 53 fantasy points. That is unprecedented. That's a great game. I was watching the highlights because I actually, I, like Sam said, I didn't watch the game. I did catch the end, the OT, and I uh, didn't know Tyler had that big of a game. I didn't watch the game either. <laughs> <laughs> you just looked at the app, 53 points. I went to bed, He dude, balled out. That was actually unbelievable. So, football is going good. I'm actually enjoying this NFL season for a lot of reasons. One of the reasons why I'm enjoying this NFL season, actually, is because it's, I mean, I could be wrong in this, but it seems as if every team is kind of, well, that's not true. Not every team is looking good, but at least in terms of as a fan, I'm not, I don't really, I like the Pats, but it's more of a regional well, reason why I like me, the Pats. It the looks like, well, sorry, go, ahead. go ahead. Well, I was going to say, it looks to me like every team has that quarterback that I find fun to watch, but what were you going to say? I love the NFL because I can turn on any game and watch it. Well, Red Zone might be the best thing in sports. Red Zone is great, but like, it's like, I'll watch Thursday Night Football, yeah. Even if it's, like, two dud teams, I'll watch it because it's just football. Because football, like, they've mastered, like, scheduling. I think they really have. Well, I don't think it's so much that they mastered scheduling. That might play a a role. But I think football might be – oh, I mean, as a non-super baseball fan, it might be the same. But I think football has mastered the fact that it's not a huge players league, that there's some big names that you know of. But when you're watching the actual X's and O's of it, a lot of these players are interchangeable. Truly, a lot of the, like you could put it's, anyone it's in a receiver. It's not relying on the stars. Anyone in a running back, and it's still the same game. You know what I mean? Like I they don't really change the game unless you're like truly generational, which happens 
literally once a generation. I mean, like, you can watch any game. You could watch uh, who sucks right now. The, the Jets suck. You could watch Jets, um, Jets, Giants, or whatever, and, like, it's still a pretty good game. You know what I mean? Um, but it's funny. I, I bring up the quarterbacks because you, you got right now a three. I think it's Tua, Herbert, and uh, Burrow, right? Who are like the three? Well, Tua hasn't even played. A, hasn't even started yet. But I guess he's tossed in the conversation. But it's didn't like he start, good, didn't he start this weekend? Um, no. Maybe I, they had a bye no, and he started no, this week. Yeah, I think he's coming in. But it's like you got all these young guys now who are fun to watch. And I want to highlight Baker because I watched his uh, game last weekend against the Bengals. First play of the game, he throws a pick. I changed the game. I mean, I'm watching Red Zone, but I pretty much I stopped watching, paying attention to that one. I'm like, Baker, and he's taking heat on Twitter. You know what I mean? Like, people are negative on Baker. He's not, he's not good. Well, that's, that's what it is. People are calling Baker the least talented quarterback in the NFL based on pure talent. I saw a take on Twitter that someone said, you could put Baker Mayfield on a Texas high school's team Texas high school's team, and he would not be the most talented That's person. That's nonsense. Well, I, I, I think it's – I mean, you agree it, with that? I think in terms of – okay, the guy's an NFL player. That's let's not, let's not disrespect him. But you could – if you put him on the number one team in Texas, is the best player on that team more talented than Baker Mayfield? Maybe. He's an unassuming quarterback. Well, let's think about this, right, to counter that. To take – him back, so he was filthy at Oklahoma. No, my God, yeah, yeah. that's like like if you took. But, but I don't give a fuck about college. No, but that, no, but that, that never that, means shit. No, but no, but NFL. my my argument is if you put one of the that if the top Texas high school you put them, then at Oklahoma, who does better, Baker or that person? No, Baker yeah. was the best player in college football. No, yeah, yeah, I agree. Well, see, this is the problem with this pod is eventually you, you make so much sense sometimes. No, I just have to agree with you. We can't make <laughs> but. But either way, that's that's my take on the current state stuff of is football. Good. It's damn good. good. Lamarca. Um, what hap- what's happening with the Browns, though? I thought they, they created this super so team. Well, they I mean, still got a win. I thought they... Kareem I, Hunt's I know, balling but, out. But they came with Landry. They signed Landry. Uh, obviously, OBJ went there. Yeah. But even before they signed OBJ, they get Baker. Who was, um, who was their running back? Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt. Well, they, they, they had uh, the, the other Chiefs. guy, too. They had a Nick Chubb. Yeah, Chubb. They had their tight end too. It was a beast. No, I mean they're they look like they're putting it together. To put the they're like what five together, and though. two now. They actually a pretty good record. I think five and two, five and yeah. maybe four and I two. I mean, do you think I, that's gonna hold? I think they make the playoffs. But OBJ is out now. Look, it's tough in that division. They got it's, the Ravens and the Steelers. Steelers, Steelers are Steelers are looking like the best team in the AFC. Raven, Ravens, I hate the Steelers so much. Ravens just got Des Bryant. Ben oh. Roethlisberger is my least favorite player in the fucking league. And Des Bryant is irrelevant. He's washed up. Uh, Watch him ball out, though. Dude, Des isn't even old, to be honest. Yeah, you, but he's you torn think, Achilles, you all think this Dez shit. Is, I don't even think Des is 30. Oh, come on. No, I swear to God. I'll look it up right now. Look it up. If he's not 30, that's scary for the league. Dez Bryant. Dez? Because he's still, I don't even he's think, still built dude, like he's, a machine. Like he, the, Dez didn't catch a thing. It was like six years ago, and I don't even think he's 30 yet, dude. I swear to God. Let me let me look it up right now. Dez Bryant is... Yo, your internet's mad slow. He's 31. Shut the fuck up. I told you he was older than me. But even, even so, he hasn't played a game of football Man. in, what, two, three 31 years? 31 is what? Is really 29. No, I mean, really, you know for a guy I mean? who hasn't really played very often. like Des, he's, he's definitely still been training. For a running back, too. Like, dude, I saw a video the other day of this dude. Um, who is it? Uh, T.O. Ran like a 4 oh, That was a long time ago, yeah. He's fast as shit. He's like 40-something. T.O. could still do some damage out there. But um, what were we talking about? The Browns. Oh, they'll be all right. They're good. Super Bowl picks. It's almost mid-season. Might as well give a Super Bowl pick. I don't have any picks. Um, AFC. The Chiefs are doing it again, I think. I think the Chiefs are going to win again. I, honestly, I don't see the Chiefs losing. 
for, you a, know, couple, for a couple years. I think they are now the worst. I'm going NFL. Has anyone Titans ever three-peated Bucks. before? I don't know if anyone's ever three-peated. I think, what was it? The, there's like a... Nobody's know. ever three-peated. It's so hard to the repeat. Has anyone but ever repeated? Yeah. The Pats yeah, repeated. Pats, like, Pats oh, are the last team yeah. to do it. We did? Yeah. When? Oh, three, oh, four. Okay. Correct. <laughs> um, but no, guys, everybody's sleeping on the Titans, all right? Ryan Tannehill's well, playing out of his mind. No, Eric they, Henry is they a all, beast. Listen, the defense is elite. I was so against that um, one person cannot beat a whole team. I, was, I agreed with that statement. So much. I was like, no. Specifically like, for football or was, any sport? In any sport. I was like, there's no way one person can beat a team. So going back to last year when we played the Titans, I was convinced we were going to win. And that was Derek Henry. I can't talk about just this. Oh, my God. That was embarrassing. Huh? And ran us. Well, dude. One um, person beat us. Our entire team. And that's all I have to say about that. The NFC is nuts. Like, the, the fact that the NFC West or the – it's the NFC something. I don't know what it is. It's like Seahawks, Cardinals – um, Bucks and what's the last team in that division? Maybe the I didn't even hear a word you Saints? said. I, was, I don't fucking I was know. Zoning out. I was on my but, phone. Oh, I don't know. But the One NFC the is NFC filthy. Division teams. NFC's loaded. Um. Anyway, we guys, fellas, we time fucking flies when you're on the podcast. We're already over here. Bad having fun. We didn't even get to the best um, part. Although I am Seahawks, saying, Cardinals, I Rams, I Niners. Really get some wings. You want to get wings? Oh, I would fuck I, up I some wings. I mean, I haven't eaten. I could do some wings. I could fuck up some right. wings. Sounds like we're going to the hangar. Hangar? I'm with it. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I got we're doing it. All right. We're doing it. This, um, see, this, you just have to be impulsive. You, dude, just have to the, you see how loose we are, Ricky? We're loose up the Lamarca. We're doers. Can we wrap it up? It was expensive, but we got it for free. You know what's funny? I'm going to tell the listeners. You know what's funny is every week we have it on our docket to talk about goats. Every week, the greatest of all times in sports. We always have it. It's like, that's a great conversation. We'll debate it. We never get to it. We'll get to it eventually. We'll get to it eventually. It's because, you know, it's not it, It's not pertinent. We'll, get, we'll I mean, get there when we're ready. <laughs> it's also not a conversation that, like, is rare or comes around, like... No, it happens every day. It happens every day. I guarantee you right now, like, actually, no exaggeration. There's 100,000 people in this country right now having a conversation about who the GOAT is in whatever sport. Go on Twitter right now. Look up LeBron, Jordan, and you're going to see a recent tweet. People live on Twitter to talk about that. And I, I'm actually bored of that conversation because I think it's... You will... First and foremost, you you're never going to convince somebody otherwise, right? You'll sure, you can bring your... your um, reasoning and your stats right. and blah, blah, blah. You, if you were a staunch Jordan guy, like, I remember I, I worked with a guy. He was actually my boss, so I kind of, like, didn't go as hard at him as I could have. But he was a huge Jordan guy, literally in his office. Jordan um, picture. I worked with for him at Mass Mutual. As he I, should. I, I mean, and, you know, Jordan, I think Jordan is great. So I, it's, it's one of those debates where it's hard for me to come at it defending LeBron in such a way because I do genuinely think LeBron is a better basketball player but it's hard to say that because if i go in my room right now and i watch a 10 minute video of michael jordan highlights i'll be like holy fuck how did he do yeah. that you know what i mean like it's it's wishy-washy no, but, I get it. but then I, you say lebron he went to the finals 10 times you know what i mean like tough i mean but not i know we're not having the conversation now save for next time save for next time that's Rick, ricky gonna be on here next time you heard it here first yes you will yes, all right that's a wrap we miss sports brought to you by lamarca follow us on the gram we are on twitter now and now we're on the app store Let's baby go. download real time sports baby. <laughs>